welcome back everyone to another episode of the yes ma'am what is up you guys i feel like a lot has happened since i've last talked to you and what do you guys think of my new intro i'll do it myself if i do say so myself (laughs) anyway did y'all see the sebastian and becky g scandal of him cheating it's so sad because i really like her and they look so good together but just like anything else on instagram it's it's just deceiving just because someone posts that they're so happy does not mean they're not out fucking around what i don't like though about like how he's approaching it is like this shit happened a year ago and now you're saying oh mental health i'm gonna go seek help And it just seems so fucking fake to me. Like, you're only doing it because you got caught. Let's be real. I feel like most people, I feel like they almost just use mental health as, like, a scapegoat. Which is really annoying to those of us who really suffer from anxiety and depression. And I feel like that's why there's so many misconceptions on what it is. And everyone just assumes they suffer from anxiety and depression. And don't get me wrong, the whole world has issues, but not everyone suffers from these two things. Anyway, <laughs> that was just my gossip for the, for the day. Anyway, two weeks ago, my sibling's dad and I recently went to go see Marco Antonio Solis in concert And if you knew my mom, you knew she was obsessed with Jesus. (laughs) And my dad and sister paid to meet him in honor of my mom. My mom was always, she always said, I'd pay whatever amount of money to meet the love of her life. (laughs) You know, she would do whatever. And um, when the day came... Marco Antonio's cameraman ended up following my dad and sister throughout the concert after they had met him and made a video, which is now posted on Marco's page. Me calling him by first name as if I know him. (laughs) Um, And my siblings and I were fortunate enough to had been together the moment it was posted and we all watched it together and we cried together it was super emotional i've watched it about 10 times now and have cried every time because it's like you can see my dad's pain pain for the world to see my dad hasn't gone out since my mom's passing Till this concert. And the pain he's showing in that video is the pain he expresses and shows us every day. So you can imagine how hard that is. It's like I already lost my mom to now see my dad. Not wanting or having reason to live is so hard. I I had a massive breakdown the other day. 
probably because it's been the longest I haven't dreamt of my mom. And it's like I almost feel like what he's feeling. My sister made a comment the other day on how she doesn't know how she'll ever truly be happy again. Because the few happy moments we have, they're spoiled with our grieving. Because she's not here to experience whatever we're experiencing with us. And it made me realize I haven't been happy, like truly fulfilled since like 2021. And it's so sad because I think now, like, I'm never going to feel that, that kind of happiness again. I don't mean to be all depressive on you guys, but I mean, it's, it's the truth, the raw, ugly truth. And, but I, I will say this is the most I've done for myself in a while putting my mental health first, seeking counseling, getting my body moving, enjoying time with friends, doing things I've never done. Just fucking doing what regular, normal people do all the time. I'm usually just tunnel vision to myself, working on my business goals, spending time with family here and there, and like that's it. Recently, I've been kicking it in the gym which is the most consistent I've been in literally a fucking year. I've worked out, how many days? Today's what? Fucking the 30th. I've worked out 23 days out of the month. And I have to say, I'm very proud of myself. I've also cut down on alcohol. Not entirely. But I notice such a huge difference when I don't drink especially when working out. My endurance is so much more and I literally have no fucking stamina a day after drinking. It, it, I will say it's so hard to quit entirely since usually in a social setting, that's what you do. You have a drink. You unwind. Even harder when you actually like the taste of alcohol like myself. Yeah. But what has helped me is once I get through the hard part of like saying no, like saying no to that temptation. Once you're over that hill and the feeling that follows is remarkable. It's like you get your power back in a sense. For instance, I had a girls night at my friend Priscilla's apartment, a group of maybe eight to 10 girls. I don't feel like counting everyone, but two of us weren't drinking. I went home feeling good. I woke up feeling even better. And there is no greater feeling than waking up not hungover, especially at my age. I'm out for a whole fucking day if I drink. And we just don't got time to waste like that anymore. With that being said, I wanted to touch on how important friendships are. As I mentioned earlier, my friend Priscilla had a girls' night and I chose not to drink. Having a supportive group who is not going to peer pressure you into drinking is so important. Peer pressuring you into anything, for a matter of fact. I had already mentioned to the girls that I didn't feel like drinking. And Priscilla bought me 
sparkling water to still feel like a part of the group, which I thought was so sweet and so thoughtful. I was planning to do it myself to get myself some, but I was already running late and I was like, eh, it's fine. I'll just take my water cup. So it was a really nice surprise when I showed up and she was like, oh, hey, like I have this for you. And it's things like that that make me feel loved. A gesture without me asking. Acts of service is my love language. So yeah, shout out to Priscilla. (laughs) I'm the type to use the word friend very loosely. Partly because of my job. I'm friendly with many. I get to know many. But to consider someone a true friend, someone I can call when I need, is rare. And I feel like I'm slowly starting to build that with a group of girls I've reconnected with. I've always said I'm the type to be relatable, but not personable. I'm being personable with these girls. I've learned for me, it's a trust thing. I don't trust many. I don't trust many with the idea that they'll disappoint me anyway. The thing is, though, we need people. We need friendships. These friendships help you find out the kind of person you want to be. If you're hanging out with people who like to party, and that's the only thing they like to do, how are you truly benefiting? I like so much that with this group, we can talk about food recipes. We can work out together. We can go grab a coffee. We can talk about fucking life and stresses and things that come with fucking life, living life. There's more to life and talking and doing these things is what's more fulfilling. These girls constantly send positivity every morning. They motivate me to work out, to do something that is healthy, to try and feel a hundred percent. They mirror the type of person I want to be. They mirror the habits I want to have. And that's how you should choose your friends and who you hang out with. This past weekend, after spending it with them, I I felt some happy. I don't think they realize what they're doing for me. Someone had mentioned to me on how happy I look in one of the photos we all took together after taking a workout class and looking back at it I was like wow you're right like I haven't I I look actually happy in this photo like that is genuine and I haven't seen that girl in a long time a few of these girls are the same ones who surprised me for my birthday by having a birthday dinner for me And it's like all along, I've had them in my corner celebrating me. These girls donated a generous amount of their own money when my mom passed. And after all of this, now is when I'm starting to see and realize I have people who care. Not because of what they can get out of me for what I do, but just for me. And it's now I'm realizing why they've been put into my life. And it's not to say we can't outgrow friendships. I've talked about this before in another episode, literally called 
outgrowing friendships. And I do have a little update on that friendship. My mom loved this person as her own. Me and her grew up together. My mom and her continued speaking even after me and her didn't. My mom constantly pushed for me to just let things go and rekindle the friendship, but I just didn't see how it was going to benefit me and my mental health because ultimately the really, the friendship was hurting me. It was hurting my feelings. And this friend has gone through so much, so much that no one should ever have to go through. Her health has been a roller coaster since she was 17. Two kidney transplants, two babies later, her second kidney just recently failing, her immune system being shut down, and she still went to my mom's viewing. The moment I saw her, everything was just out the fucking window. Nothing mattered. I could see she was yet again very sick. She walked up with me to my mom's casket. And she said, you know, your mom would be so happy right now seeing us together. And she was right. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Not to say our friendship is what it used to be. This is a different friendship now. I still care deeply. I'm still so scared for her. I just know and accept my role in her life now. We are completely different people now. It's almost as if we don't know each other anymore. We do to the core, but there's just so much... I've gone through without her. That has that has changed me. That she has no idea about. And you know what? I'm sure same with her. With her health. With her babies that I've never met. There's a really big gap. A big chunk of our lives we both missed. And all we can do now is move on if we want each other in our lives. Which we do. I missed her so much. Even if it's a new version. No, we don't talk every day. Nor do I think we'll ever be at that point. But it's really nice knowing I have my friend there. Which brings me to the point that there are certain people in your life meant for different things. Your childhood friend may be the one you vent to about your family issues because they were there to live them with you. And that may not be something you fully express in newfound friendships. 
newfound friendships may be easier to talk about your new career goals. And why is it that me as a business owner, from my own experience, we at times feel more love and support from strangers than people you've known your whole life. And I feel like it's often because you and the relations you have or had as a child, you stem from the same root. So because they don't believe they can, or maybe they don't aspire to do what you aspire to do, they're not as supportive. And it's probably not even intentional. But you, as the one with aspiring goals, see and feel it. And this does not mean to stay or keep a friendship just out of loyalty. To me, that's like toxic loyalty. I feel like you can feel the difference in someone who just like has a busy life and maybe they're just not there as often as you'd like them to be compared to someone who's like low-key hating. That is different. I feel like intuition comes into play and you know if that is genuine or not. I feel like us women are really good at figuring out if someone is low-key hating like because you're so unhappy with your life and I'm doing so well or you know things are heading in the right direction and to sprinkle like if they're the type to sprinkle a little bit of negativity in your life it's like bitch stop right there I do not need that I I do not need that in my life I do not need your negativity I don't need any a sort of bad juju <laughs> that you're manifesting into me. And if you have someone around you like that, they need some work to do on themselves. They are not happy with them, themselves and they project their unhappiness onto you. And I feel like maybe you don't need to completely end that friendship, but maybe some separation will be good for sure. Until they are able to recognize their peace and what they are projecting like say if they're completely oblivious and you call them out on like their shit and they're just like whoa what the fuck like that's not even what I'm doing I'm being realistic like whatever it's like no that is that's not what you're doing right now and the unhappiness you're feeling the peace that you're missing you are projecting onto me and that's not the type of friendship that we need and maybe you need to reevaluate whatever's going on in you and help heal that something that I've really enjoyed with this group I've reconnected with I do not feel an ounce of jealousy, cattiness, envy, nothing. It feels like I've unlocked a new level of adulthood. Like everyone is literally living their own fucking life, completely different from one another. Some with kids, some go to school, work, and have kids. Some married, some single, some who have like well-off careers, whatever. But the amount of support everyone gives to another with whatever they're aspiring to be or do are the type of people I want to surround myself with 24-7. Can you imagine where you'd be if you had that constant support? If you're not getting it where you're sitting at now, you need to change the table you're sitting at, sis. 
or, or bro. Something I'll say I'm getting a lot better at with the trust issues I have with friendships is what I mentioned earlier, being more personable than just relatable. And I'll tell you what the difference is. To be relatable, you're only telling surface level things that most people have or will go through, which I am really good at. Like I said, my job has made me to be really good at that because why would I want everyone to know my business? I, I enjoy and like to have many things in private. To be personable, which I still believe should be something that comes with time, is showing your authentic truth about anything. As ugly, as morbid as it can be, the raw version of you, the most honest. After celebrating my friend Ashley's birthday with a workout, we all went to brunch and I became personable. I got raw and that's not something I'm usually used to doing, but I felt comfortable. They made me feel comfortable enough to share that part of me. And the fact they could still relate was just a plus. The only ones who truly know all of my story are two of my best friends. Two women who I can randomly FaceTime to talk about anything and it wouldn't be so weird or random that I called. Those two girlfriends are the only friends I told and called the morning my mom passed. One of them bolted to be where I was at to be with me and the other listened to me cry on the other end of the line and cried with me. She let me yell. She let me be angry. She listened. These two friendships aren't in the group I've reconnected with because they've always just been a little bit closer to me. We do have a more intimate relationship to where I I almost just prefer to have like one-on-ones with them. Friendships are your chosen family and we have to choose them wisely. And speaking of family, I reconnected with my long-lost grandparents the other day, Kim and John. If you've been around, you know who Kim and John actually are. They are an older couple I befriended a year ago, and we went to dinner a couple weeks back. And Kim and John are a retired husband and wife who traveled the U.S. going to Hogs baseball games. They travel to explore as well, but usually they go to games. So I was the one who initially sparked a conversation with them at a restaurant when I went out to eat by myself one day. We went to Bluefish. And when they invited me to dinner the following day, my crazy ass went because the vibes were just so good. <laughs> they, they didn't feel like strangers to me. I was so excited after meeting them and my mom thought I was crazy because she was like, okay, wait, stranger danger. What the fuck? Like what? What if they try to fucking kidnap you? You don't know these people, which yes, outside looking in, I totally get, especially my mom, her being who she was. But I found a friend in each of them at the time where I wasn't hanging out with friends or people my age. And I also found weirdly grandparent figures in a way 
It's like I already had parents. So it's like I've never had like grandparents. And they're such wise, experienced people, which is why I'm so drawn to befriend individuals who are older than me because I have something to learn from them. Kim and John and I went to dinner and I for some reason was a little nervous seeing them again. I was like, oh shit, like it's been a year. Is this going to be a little awkward? Is conversation going to flow like it did last time? And it did. It went really well. We talked for hours over a few glasses of wine and caught up with what I was doing, where I was at. Kim follows me on Instagram, so she knew about my mom. And of course, their parents are past, so they understand me in a way most don't. So it was really refreshing talking and hanging out with them again. They made me feel like I was doing something right. Like they even invited me to go visit them in Alabama. Or wait, was it Arkansas? I don't know. They have two homes that they go in between. And it was just so nice. And I think I certainly will take them up on their offer. It's so good. Like knowing people like them are still out there. And I'm really glad I went to that first dinner over a year ago. I hope this episode has given you some insight and clarity on what you want your friendships to be. It is so important to have a group of people or even just one other person apart from a chosen partner. If you are someone who is married or in a relationship, to just have someone for just you. Someone you choose. Having a spouse as your only friend probably isn't the healthiest, speaking from experience. So just remember, make friends. Try. I know it might be hard at first, but try. And please remember to follow me on Instagram at the yes ma'am and let me know if you agree or disagree. And like I said, if you're having trouble making friends, let me know. I want to hear from you. I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll talk to you in my next episode.